Welcome to Booked. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. Uh, it pains me to say this is, uh, you've come to the final episode of our Noir at the Bar series, but um, this was a surprise for us as we came to the end of this, uh, you know, this reading ourselves and then got the surprise that Nick Young would actually um, be reading. That's right. Nick Young has appeared uh, with stories in the Outsider Writers Collective and in the Warmed and Bound Anthology, which we covered at length last summer. Um, he's also been a guest host on the Velvet podcast. It was really cool to see him read his story, My German Daughter, uh, which appeared in Warmed and Bound. So we're really looking forward to you getting a chance to hear it, too. Yeah, at least one of the guys that read there read their story from Warmed and Bound, since the other two couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I know. they've They're just so above it now. <laughs> yeah. So here it is, Nick Young. I know it's been a long evening. We've gone a little bit over our usual running time. But I thought we've got someone who came all the way from South Africa just for this. Just for this. All the way from South Africa. That's like 700 miles per person. <laughs> and his, his story's like three pages long. And this, I would really like to pressure Nick Young to come up and close this up. Yep. And I apologize for the whole Werner Herzog. <laughs> I think you read my story. You know what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> stories and this is my second so I, I'd like to read something more recent but this one happens to be right here so let's go with it. <laughs> you were heavier than I expected and the room felt bigger than it was. Kelly and the nurse watched my every movie. I tried to see our faces and yours but, we were buried, but you were buried in cotton. You stirred and I handed you to the nurse. Kelly's eyes fluttered and closed. I stood there waiting for the fact that when I reached the door I feel a cold surface of my hand. Kelly's words are gone, but I remember the sour metallic taste that spilled into my mouth before I hung up the phone. I stayed at the ceiling and listened to my parents move through the house. The sunlight turned orange and faded behind the growing shadows of spring flowers. My stomach felt hollow. It burned whenever my father's footsteps rose and fell past the door. That? I buried my head in my pillow. He entered and I stared at the knee crease of his trousers. Yes, my boy? Remember when you asked if Kelly and I were sleeping together? Yeah, I lied. We were. We used a condom, but it didn't work. Another lie. 
Killian Wiggins sat on a bench outside our classroom, with a seam of Kelly's dark jeans turned a strained, aching white at her thighs. Folds of floral maternity wear enveloped her arm where it cuddled a bulging stomach. Megan's fingers raced on top. She yanked her hand away and they squealed with laughter. Kelly saw me and froze, then looked away at the ground. I wanted to talk to her, to, to ask her what she needed, but Megan stayed me off. She took Kelly's hand and leaned in close to whisper some substitute for the support I couldn't give. Can you guys understand my accent? A thin woman with brittle eyes and a forced smile made us on the porch of a house that was no longer a home. A sign about us read choices. The woman shook Kelly's hand. Hi, I'm Miss Emsley. It's nice to meet you, Kelly. Please, come in. It's called Miss Emsley nodded to me, then ushered us inside and showed us to a small, pastel-colored room packed with dated furniture. She fussed Kelly into one of a pair of faded sofa chairs and I took the other. Miss Emsley straight, finally satisfied that Kelly was comfortable. I'll be right back, just going to fetch her some tea. She looked at me and shut her eyes in a single extended blink, then shook her head and left the room, closing the door behind her. I stuffed my hands into the front pocket of my hooded sweater. It was the first time Kelly and I had been left alone together since before that phone call. I dodged eye contact and turned to examine the watercolor painting of the sunset behind us. How have you been? I asked, still staring at the painting. I'm okay, she laughed into it. Getting big now. And you're managing? I guess everyone at school's been really nice. I expected them to hate me or something. I turned to her and nodded. Kelly looked at me. And you? The door opened and Miss Angie came in with a tray bearing biscuits and a single cup of tea. She put it down and started to sit in the remaining couch but stopped and glanced around the room. She left and came back with a high-back wooden chair which she sat down next to Kelly. You'll be meeting a lovely young couple from Germany who are unable to have children of their own. The man is an engineer and his wife used to be a model. She'll be a state of her mom. They've got two dogs in a big garden. She smiled and handed Kelly the cup of tea. I passed a German couple on my way into the maternity ward. The white hospital gown dwarfed Kelly's tiny frame, and the knowing rounded features of her mother seemed to clash with her youth. She held a newborn baby girl. Her own mother stood by her bed, either allowing herself or presenting for Kelly a grim smile. She left when I entered. Kelly sat up and I remembered how my father had said that holding me for the first time was the most powerful experience of his life. She served her words. You want to hold it? South Africa further than uh, Australia? If it is, it is tonight. It is tonight. Okay. Well, then you are, are you have the you get the award for uh, ha having come the furthest. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't thank Peter Rozovsky, the founder of Noir at the Bar. Fuck Peter Rozovsky. <laughs> I forgot. I'm supposed to say fuck Peter Rozovsky every time because he, that's sad if we don't. Uh, Peter is in Philly as he always is, but one day he's going to make one. He did make one, didn't he? He did make one of these. Uh, and uh, so there we go. That's that's it. I, I think we're I think we're done. Books are still available. Okay, once again, that was Nick Young reading My German Daughter, his story that appeared in Warmed and Bound. Yeah, um, great to hear him read it. And, uh, you know, we mentioned this on during Caleb's episode, but it would be nice to hear, you know, something that you had read. And that's exactly, it was everything I expected. So, and it made me melt a little bit like I promised it would do for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, and, and a story like that, which just, I mean, a lot of the stories in Warmed and Bound were just 
heavy in a in a crime way or you know in a in a in a dark way but his was really heavy in an emotional way which with certain authors I don't know if they'd pull it off well but I think he his voice and his mannerisms were perfect for for what the story was and let's face it the guy had no prep he didn't know he was doing this until minutes before yeah yeah so, minute uh, minute it wasn't even plural <laughs> yeah minute like I think he basically Jed was like yeah, Jed basically got on the mic and said, yeah, you thought we were done, but, you know, we're going to bring up Nick. And that, that's when Nick found out. So he found out when we found out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then uh, got to hear uh, Scott Phillips talk a little bit about Noir at the Bar. Yeah, Noir at the Bar. Uh, pretty cool idea. Um, and those guys are just the nicest, nicest guys in the world. I, I didn't know really what to expect. We met them briefly when we were at the Frank Bill uh uh, launch party and and spending more time with them and getting to know them more. Those guys are just the coolest dudes. I, I I you know would hang out with them every day if they were anywhere closer than St. Louis. Yeah, so I don't think we've seen the last of St. Louis though, huh? No, and um, I want to make sure that we mention because this whole reading was generated from Noir at the Bar. Noir at the Bar has an anthology called Noir at the Bar which is available exclusively at Subterranean Books in St. Louis. And it was it was something that they pulled together specifically because Subterranean Books was experiencing a little bit of financial difficulties. So they pulled this anthology together as a way to help um, keep Subterranean in business. So in addition to just being kind of a cool event with a bunch of you know pretty cool authors, it, it actually grew into a cause which was saving independent bookstores, which is, you know, pretty much what we should be all about absolutely a very cool bookstore um we mentioned it a little bit in uh, one of our previous episodes and can i just one more time you know thank the mashuga cafe for some of the best coffee i've ever had <laughs> they're gonna be like <laughs> they're gonna call you and ask you if you can shoot a commercial yeah. like what's a, gonna... an actual customer uh, uh testimonial kind of thing to happen is one of our listeners is going to wander in there and see the bags of coffee have Nedden written all over them and that's actually the, <laughs> it's my other business I own a coffee plantation and the Sugar Cafe is the only place that sells my coffee so there it is uh, <laughs> okay and we're going to be sad to leave uh, Noir at the bar um, it was a great event and, and re-listening to this and, and putting these episodes together was a lot of fun and I think it's going to be something that I can easily go back to just when I need 20, 30 minutes of entertainment hearing these authors read. But um, we do have more exciting readings coming up, and Livius will tell you a little bit about what we have in the works. All right, so now that Noir at the Bar is done, you get back in uh, in the booked virtual automobile, and we're going to drive back to beautiful Chicago, Illinois, because bringing it up next, it's going to be uh, right from the Galway Arms, the wrong kind of reading. That's right, and if I had a list of authors in front of me, I would read them all out to you, but... Um, there's a ton of authors and, uh, we're, I don't think we're going to do each author as their own episode because, um, by virtue of the fact that there was more authors, there were shorter stories. So we'll probably bring you a couple at a time. Don't know exactly what the format's going to be, but, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. As long as we've got readings, uh, to release, we're just going to be, you know, shooting them out one after the other. Yeah. But you know what you are going to get more of more Jed airs. That's right. Jed airs. <laughs> and more of one of my favorite people that's been on the show, David James Keaton. And he <laughs> raises the bar. He definitely raises the bar, I think, this time around. 
That guy's really something else. <laughs> he is. He's a <laughs> yeah. He's a fun dude. All right. So if you haven't yet, go to your Facebook, log in, search for book podcast, click the like button, and that's going to be the best way. I I don't even think Rob posted. I think he he hit something to post our episode, and Facebook automatically updates. So there's no faster way to to get you know yeah, to know when our new episodes are up. It's immediate. It's the moment that the post goes live on the website. There's it's automatically posted on Facebook. So you will know literally the second that we have a new episode. Okay, guys, you want to know something funny? You'll know before I do. It's true. And I want to say too, um, share us with your friends. The best way for us to get new information about what people are looking to, to hear um, and, and you know, grow this podcast into something really good is to have more people listening and, and giving us feedback on what they like and don't like and everything like that. So, um, I know that you can recommend pages to friends and uh, please, yeah, get us out there and, and, and share it with people who you think might like books as much as you do. Yeah. Or just like hearing guys talk. Yeah. Cause we're, I mean, we're cool guys. You heard what he said, make this even gooder. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. Wait, who said that? I don't know. You said you said something about making something good, and I was gonna say we're already good, and so we'd be making it gooder. And oh. uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. So ignore the, this part of the episode, and and on the merits of everything else you've heard, use that as your fuel for making you want to share us with the world. So more book reviews, more readings, more interviews, all coming at you, and and maybe another intro to episode. Lots of stuff coming your way. Thanks for listening. I'm Livia Snedden. And I'm Rob Olson. Keep reading. Left for Keegan at the slamming of the door. Left for